Blackwell Roundtable. Ooh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. I am Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And this is the first episode of Black Girl Roundtable for the 2023 New Year. Anything, Dana? Put in some explosions and some air horns. <laughs> like Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> what was that sound effect supposed to be? Was that supposed to be him, like, speeding by? Like, yeah, that, was, that, that was his lights. Like, you know that your lights flash. Ka-chow. Are you serious? Hold <laughs> on. No, 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 no. Are you? Every, every time he did it, his, his lights would flash. Like, ka-chow. I said, don't make me go back. You know what? When we get off, when we spin it, I'm going to watch Cars because I... You are what? a thousand percent correct. But in my... This is how I just be making up shit and just be like, yup, that's the truth. Because to me, it was like he was on the NASCAR track like, ka-ching, <laughs> ka-ching. <laughs> No, that's what I was thinking. Then he would always like cut his wheel when he yeah. did it. So I thought he was like a Tokyo Drift child. Like, yeah, okay, all right. Mm. But as all soon right. as you said that, I said, you know what? You're right. Could be. I could be wrong. Mm. Well, cut child. You know, cut child, everyone. Right. Disney don't sue us for copyright infringement. Y'all could actually have that. You can. Yeah, we don't care. You can really have that. Ooh, how are you guys feeling with the start of the new year? Ooh, you know, feeling, op- I'm actually feeling optimistic because mm-hmm. my God, Same. what could be worse than the Exactly. Year? You know, and not going to worse. And thank God. Please don't, universe, please don't take that as a challenge. Right. Yes. I'm not on all of the materials, but I just feel like maybe this just comes with like your late 20s and age, but like, I feel like me and a good chunk of my friends are all in like really good spaces right now like mm-hmm. professionally personally still room for growth still room for like you know movement mm-hmm. but i feel like we have the like the skills and the capital to make change and right. we're not scared to do it anymore so yeah i will good. say one thing that i did learn about myself in 2022 was that like i can go through a whole lot and still get a whole lot done. Same. Mm-hmm. That's a word. That's, yes. That's what I learned. And I learned to give myself grace within doing that. And a whole lot don't look like just in terms of monetarily or career-wise. But I can make a lot of growth in myself while going through very, very hard periods in life. And making accomplishments that I want to make. And not being stagnant. Mm-hmm. because of hardship yeah or and sometimes and then, then also like being still is also growth that was, re- Ooh, that was really what it is sometimes you're getting too deep we only two minutes in sometimes stillness is a part of the growth y'all Ooh, I'm, just I'm coming to gems today get yourselves together but no, that's that's really a word. And truth be told, like I learned a lot about like I and I never thought I did this, but like I realized that I bully myself a lot. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I am truly like I used to never really like I understood it, but it was like whatever. But 2022, I really realized like I am my own worst critic. Like 
nobody will ever be as mean to me as I can be to me. And so like, it's good to have that, that check system, but also like chill out a little bit with that. Like I am true. Listen, when it comes to me, I'm a hating ass bitch because I'm going to get that tattooed somewhere. Just real small every day. Just mm. Mm. Cause I'll be like, no, wait, wait a damn minute. Like it's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, on that beautiful note, enough of the self criticism. Let's 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 critique some other people in their goings on <laughs> and get into <laughs> let's get into some other folks' business with what's trending. So starting off, I think we all need to just take a moment and silence ourselves and and give our deepest condolences to one Asha girl on the half of the black girl community. I would just like to say I am so sorry to you and so many others because unfortunately, Damson Indris and Lori Harvey are allegedly a couple. I'm hoping it's just alleged. I know. Can't even to console you. Hello, y'all. We have a special guest on the podcast today. My goddaughter. Mia, say hello to the people. No. She said no. <laughs> know your boundaries, folks. Yeah. Mia, how do you feel about Lori Harvey? Yeah, she doesn't feel anything. That's right, girl. Um, Asha's goddaughter came in to console her as soon as we mentioned the news. Learn your boundaries, folks, in 2023. Listen. It's the year of no. Okay. Be like me, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. Yes. I see the people. No. No. Period. <laughs> That's, that's it. No is a, no is a sentence. Say hi to everybody, Mia. No, no. <laughs> I will actually not do that. <laughs> but thank you so much for asking. Like, I came here for, in here for you to look at my shirt. Right. So. I actually just came. Ooh, you know what? That says some real wisdom. I just came in here to show off my outfit, that's and it. now I'm gonna go. I came to show my fit, and that. It. Know your goals in 2020. I actually just came in here. I really did have a day like that at work last year, too. I said, I really just came in here so y'all could compliment me on my new Telfar bag. <laughs> and now I want to go home. Well, all right, Joel. All my students said, Miss Dana, I like your Telfeezy. And I said, thanks. And now I'm done. And now I'm going to go home. And that literally said, I came in here to show you my shirt with hearts on it. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. I didn't come here to talk to the people. That was not the goal. I'm not <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So Damson posted a photo of himself and Lori on his Instagram story. And the image, I won't get into the explicit details, but they look familiar. They look how we looked once upon a time. Mm-mm-mm. It's okay, Asha. I know your pain. I know exactly how you feel right now. I, I and see, you know, I felt bad for you to lean about. Like, oh no, it's but to really feel it on a to really to see it with your own two eyes. It is something different. <laughs> it is something different. Let it be your man. It, that is a little bit. I I just pray that you don't have to go through what I did and, and sit here for like a year or two and just watch them be be cute. A mess. 
you know, if you if you're on Twitter and it's like, you know, that meme where it's like, I don't care if good things happen to you, they should be happening to me. <laughs> let me let me make a public service announcement right now to Lorelai Harvey. I don't know if that's your real name. <laughs> <laughs> No, because mom is all like, oh, for real, that's her name? No. (laughs) I mean, you're making shit up. (laughs) And I don't care. So listen up, Lorelai. The minute, the second, the hour you even breathe in John Boyega's direction, don't even think about it. Because you clearly you have a personal vendetta against this podcast. And I feel like we have been nothing but nice to you. Nothing but some kind. I even supported you, and this is how you repay us. Just rude. I'm about to go into my diary of a black mad black woman monologue. How could you do this to me? To me, to us. us. You need to do. You know, you need to go the Rihanna route and and get when get you an heir brother with a billion dollars. Not. I don't even care if it was any other black celebrity. Cool, fine, just not mine. You know what I would have loved? Vision, I would have been pissed because this is like my my girl crush. But if you would have stepped out with a Letitia right, I would have been here. I would have been holding up signs talking (laughs) about I love the two L's. L's The two L's, L and L forever. Lesbian. (laughs) Woo-hoo! I would (laughs) have... You came for my but I will say on a real tip, Lori Harvey. I mean, do your thing, girl. True. Like, do you your are. thing. You know, date who you want to date, even if you literally stole my man's right out of my freaking hands. I mean, Lori, when you publish the guide, I would like the first. I'm waiting for her and Marjorie to put out the book. Steve Harvey is the wrong person to be giving the advice. advice. He's out here writing the book. You got God, my guy. The ultimate simp. (laughs) If there's a weekend workshop that I'll pay Todd Dollar for, Lori, I'll pay it for you. Shoot, I'll be on the boat with a low vibrations plate. I was just about to say that. Give me my low vibrational plate, whatever you want. That's right. That's right. All that. Come on, Coach Lori. Let's go. You can have the women's weekend. (laughs) You can have it. I'll be there. Front and center. We know what color the bathing suits are, and I will be there. Give me the dress code and what I need. and, And we can do the matching beach bags and everything. You know, we say all that now, though, <laughs> but I already feel like we haven't been listening because when Lori put out her gym routine, we was all like, nah. It's because when it was when I found out what Pilates actually is, they just, they need to stop putting Pilates and yoga in like the same sentence. They are not. Now, I do Pilates. I do do Pilates. But truth be told, I feel like they were overselling the Pilates impact in her workout. Sis says she runs 25 miles per hour on the treadmill. Where are you going? This is what that's the type of shit you can do when you don't have a job. Because I'm not running 25 miles unless I'm I'm running for my life. She just run 25 miles per hour. <laughs> like what is she is sprinting. Full on sprinting Usain Bolt in the gym. No. I said, well, the gym is your full time. Your full time job. Her 
being Lori Harvey is her job. And let me tell you, and again, love to see it, girl. I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm simply saying, is there a different way? She said no, and I don't want it that bad. So now she would have been like 10 miles per hour. I might have sucked it up. I might have been like, I might have at least tried it once. You said 25 miles per hour. I'm not even going to try. Because I know there's no, it's not physically possible for me to go that fast. Even if I tried with my Even if I did, the pain it takes to get there, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't think I could fall off a building that fast. Look, that's something you do once and they be like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, you do it for like a triathlon in honor of someone and then you go home and you never do it again. Never do it again. I'm gonna have to find some way to commemorate my other loved ones because I... I just want you to know that if you say commemorate my memory in the form of a 5K, a marathon, a triathlon, you didn't care about me no. in your life. Because why did you think that I was going to participate in this? Right. That's something you, you said. Let's have a fish fry, a cookout. Right. I want y'all to go get drunk. Yeah, a brunch in my memory. Right. You yeah. go, you go get drunk and you come home and you sing show tunes for the rest exactly. of the night. You sing the Dream Girl soundtrack in memory of Jalita. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Don't run. Jalita will want us to run this marathon. No, she wouldn't. No, she. Who? I want you to take a pole class. Right. But I would never tell you to run a five. Dance one of them, them hip hop fitness classes. Sure, a marathon. No, drop a load for Dana. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a celebration. You have a, you have a twerk contest, right? Yes, <laughs> money dance. Right. Yeah. I want a little booties matter contest. <laughs> <laughs> Or go like I don't know, like you know, dismantle you know systematic racism. That's some shit that you yeah, do. Yeah. Go protest in my I don't know something. Just not a marathon. Don't run. I wouldn't do that. So right. where are you? And if you protested in my honor, ain't none of this raise. Don't raise awareness. We aware. You gonna do some shit, or you just gonna let me rest in peace? Well, I'm so sorry, Lori. We're not wishing ill on your relationship, but you know, slow down, girl. Leave some for <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> so damn greedy go somewhere go go there just don't mess with my man don't mess with my boy go over there you just need to take a break in somebody else's pool and then you can come back i just feel like i haven't really had an opportunity to shoot my shot yet but laura we're gonna let you ride but who's not gonna get it passed is one daystar Last name. What's that man's legal last name? Johnson. I don't know. I can't get past Daystar. I thought it was Daystar Johnson too. Maybe. I feel like I be saying everybody's last name is Johnson. Peterson. Peterson. So one day, Star Peterson, the artist formerly known as Tory Lanes, has officially been convicted for shooting Megan the Stallion um, in the incident that happened back in 2020, I believe where he, you know, injured Megan um, by shooting her in the foot. So I know we have talked about this at length. It finally seems like we are getting some closure. Sentencing has been delayed for one Tory Lanes, um, but, you know, fate is inevitable. 
ladies, any just closing thoughts on this saga of pop culture? I'm so glad it's over, I will say. I'm, I'm glad it's over. I hope Megan yes. can find some peace. I think a lot of y'all were stuck on stupid when you finally heard that phone call. Chelsea's mm-hmm. dumbass. And um yeah, and I and if you didn't, you're just you, you just hate black women and you're just and you're just stupid at the end of the day you are not smart i know you want to be smart but you're just you're you're simply not smart um and for y'all saying that oh because 50 cent apologized to me and say oh that's a great that's so great you should never he should have did it's like like, he he was supposed to like a blessing from the pope it's like he never apologized like i want you to know that just because 50 cent is just petty vile person does not mean that him apologizing is some big feat. It means that he should have shut his mouth to begin with. Exactly. Since he's also been a victim of gun violence. Babu? That's the thing I was like, you of all people. Right. Listen, Curtis. As always, what a waste of a beautiful man. Truthfully. And my, uh, listen, when Soldier Boy is the only one speaking the truth, I don't think it's not a temperature check. <laughs> like, you know, maybe something is clearly amiss. Really wrong. When we got swag, is making more sense than the rest of y'all. Right. Gucci bandana. And people write in think pieces, novels. Oh, because this, this, and this. Then da 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 da. Since when do y'all have a degree in forensic science? Hello. And I think we all need to take a moment and open up Webster's Dictionary and learn what the word inconclusive means. Right. That was a, a, a teachable moment. And as we always say, learn what a credible source is. Ooh. Hot new hip hop, you know, Hollywood unlocked, whoever else, DJ Academics would, is not a credible source. At least Just because he said day. this don't mean it's true. He's not even a DJ. When have y'all he's seen him DJ? Never. Never Never is he academic. You just lying to the people. Because not only are you not a DJ, what have you done that's academic? And the last thing I will say about this is um, if you are out, if you are a woman like Kelsey, anyone out there, you Mm. probably don't listen to this podcast, but if you are a woman like Kelsey, (laughs) you are the worst type of bottom bitch I've ever met in my life. Every time. Period. You will do anything to protect and validate men no matter how violent they are no matter how stupid they are wrong you will do anything to keep men on your necks because you think that's where they're supposed to be and not only are you stupid but you're also dangerous as well that's really it there's mm-hmm. nothing else to say at that point so yeah fuck Tory lanes good for meg even though i know you didn't press the charges girl all right, moving on to hopefully happier news. Let's talk about one of our favorite Black girls, Kiki Palmer, who announced Yay. that she is having her first child with her longtime boyfriend. Yay. Yes! So we all know Kiki Palmer. She is one of our favorite actresses. I think it's fair to say she's a comedian or at least a comedic actress. Kiki's very funny. Um, and one of my newly favorite sims 4 streamers right <laughs> shout out to the black sims girlies because it's it's a lifestyle and kiki is part of it um but i don't think there's really much to to say or to add on i think we just kind of wanted to acknowledge kiki is great she's continued to be great 
and congratulations to her and this new chapter of her life. Anything to add on that, y'all? And I'll just say for for the girlies out there with PCOS and whatnot, this is this is just a sign of hope. Like mm-hmm. it can happen. Just this is a, a happy occasion for everybody. It is. There's yeah, a lot of women with PCOS that have had children recently. Like you know, Tia Maori um, has PCOS, and so that's why it took her a while to have her second child. Mm. I did not know that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she talks about it um, on her. Um, her Instagram and her YouTube, but just, you know, there's hope out there. So that's always good to hear. Yes. And apparently having a baby helps with acne y'all. So, you know, if you're struggling, that's one option. I've heard <laughs> that. That's a bit extreme. It's a bit extreme. But if, you're, if you're ready to take drastic measures. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a, that's a hard trade-off. Girl with somebody fingernails to clear my acne. <laughs> Girl with fingernails. You look, gotta gotta win some, gotta lose some to win some, Dana. I don't know. I don't know. I think I might just take my L. <laughs> right. I'll just pay pay for this uh fifty dollar uh acne. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that's why God invented concealer. Screaming. I will be okay. Um I just also feel like I don't know, I do y'all feel like y'all cousin, you just found out your cousin got pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like my cousin got pregnant, and so I'm just like Dang, you know, like I just feel like uh, I'm so happy for her. Like, look at you. And Kiki is for all of I've I've said it before, and I, I've I've changed my opinion a lot. Um, like there was a point in time where like Kiki Palmer just seems like a lot to me, um, not in a bad way, but just somebody that I I, I didn't quite get her. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think my opinion on her has changed a lot in recent years. But what I will say is that she's always I think been very intentional about like Kiki that we see and Kiki in her private life and so I think that the fact that she is even you know has been in this long-term relationship that we don't really know much about and is now having this baby is really a testament to like um being able to keep your business private and and things of that nature and I I really do admire that it is something I am trying to live by facts but yes, all the well wishes to her in the baby. Baby, that is key yeah. Palmer. Yes, all the babies. Love all of the babies. Um, what else can we kind of glaze by? Um, don't really want to dig into the nonsense too much here because I have to live it, but just kind of want to acknowledge the fact that Florida has been on some bullshit. Um <laughs> Ron DeSantis is trying to ban critical race theory, ban AP African-American studies in the classrooms. He's requesting data from all colleges on people who work in DEI and or who teach critical race theory or any DEI classes. He's requested information on transgender students enrolled at universities. Um, So just acknowledgement to anybody who lives in Florida who is BIPOC or a part of any marginalized identity, a part of the queer community. It's just a scary time to live here right now. So prayers up, y'all. We will we will be okay. And if you have the means, start planning your extra strategies. Yes. Just like no for real. Like that is scary. Yes. It's terrifying. Like, um, but you know, it's unfortunate yeah. because and I always say this, I, I actually really do enjoy living in Florida. It's just the politics of things and the, and the safety concerns that make it unenjoyable. But like the pace of life and the the people who have the right mindset that are here are truly some of the best people I've ever met in my life. It just sucks. 
Yeah. yeah, and they and people and folks do not deserve that. Even if you live in Florida, I don't. I know we talk about some. Oh well, blah blah blah. It's, it's like you know, if you didn't live in a red state or like you know, you live you should, yeah. you deserve. No, a lot of people are just stuck with stupid people around them oh. and love their city and love where they're from, but just hate the politics of a lot of people there. And they're trying very very hard to make a difference um, with what they have. So just please keep that in mind. They have gerrymandered the absolute living shit out of Florida. If the maps were drawn how a lot of us probably think they should be drawn, um, Florida would easily be a blue state. But y'all don't want to talk about that. But y'all be like, you know, voting doesn't matter. Local elections don't matter. Y'all keep saying that. Y'all going, it, it don't matter us right into the damn handmaid's tail. It's okay. <laughs> No, you're going, that don't matter us into Parable of the Sower. That, yeah. Keep saying it. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Uh, anyway, moving on to, not happier, but I guess, <laughs> stranger news. I'm nervous. Um, let's <laughs> talk about the MLK statue that was recently unveiled. Yeah. Um, why, why did they do that? Why couldn't they just make the whole, the whole bus? Why is it just the arm, y'all? So, for those of you who have not seen it, please, please, please go look it up. Um, it, wow. Um, I don't even know how to begin to describe this. So, um, <laughs> you can't. It's just something you gotta look uh, at and figure out yourself. So, <laughs> if you squint and turn your head to the left, screaming. I knew. A new statue was unveiled at um, the Boston Commons in obviously Boston um, that was supposed to kind of commemorate and depict um, Martin Luther King, Coretta Scott King and their legacy. Um, A lot of people kind of thought when the statue was announced before it was revealed that this was going to be, you know, something that kind of combats the legacy of like, you know, um, you know, anti-Black, very racist statues and their existence in America. But what was unveiled was um, interesting. Um, so there is a, um, 1965 photo of Coretta and Martin where they are embracing and the sculptor decided to take this image, but only depict it from the shoulders, not even the shoulders down. The arms, just the arms. arms. Um, so yeah. Just look at, just look up the picture because no matter how much we try to describe it, it is not going to compare to what you actually see. Right. (laughs) So, ladies, do we feel like this uh this commemorates Martin's legacy and Coretta? This is like the most anti-black thing I have seen all year. Like, why? I just simply am asking who greenlit this and who did y'all show it to before you made this? Why? And. Here's the thing about these symbolic things and statues, and this is all cute. Y'all could have just, I don't know. I who is the who I also I need to do a little bit more research on this because I gotta know who who made this statue. So the sculpture has been done by a black man. Um, his name is Hank Willis Thomas. Um, and you know, I mean He's, you know, just like, I think this is similar, but somehow worse to like when the um, Obama's portraits were unveiled for the National Portrait Gallery. Like, you know, they got the artsy fartsy blacks to do it and that's fine. But this, I think, was a little. 
at least with their portraits, it's like that is clearly Michelle Obama. That is clearly Barack now, Obama. Was fine, not Michelle's. There was a big kerfluffle, if you remember, about Michelle's portrait. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Well, they she wasn't they they kind of pulled the pigment out of her, so she was portrayed in like grays. But I remember there was a lot of feelings about that. Um, oh yeah, and so People, like if you look at his the artist's art it's in line with yeah what he did but people like well why she gotta be grab like it's it's his the way he contrasts now now to be to be fair this is in hank's wheelhouse if you look at yeah exactly other work this is what he does i feel like this is a classic case of we called the, the right person for the wrong job yeah and this is no shade to him. It's just, I feel like if, if it's going to be a statue, I need to know what I'm looking at. And you can only figure out what you're looking at, A, if you have context, or B, if you're looking at it from the right angle. And I feel like we shouldn't have to be going through all of this if this is a commemorative statue. Like, I should be able to look at it front, back, sideways, upside down, and be like, boom. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's what it is. when you're any type of artist, performer, creative, the first thing they always teach you is that once you create and produce your art, it is completely out of your hand. So like once you put it up or you put it out, it is now up to interpretation and it's going to be perceived however the public is going to perceive it. And so when you have such a big venue and platform like that, um, you just have to be very intentional. Um, and so I don't blame the artist per se, but again, who... Don't call the abstract artists for a piece that is not going to be perceived well in a non-abstract venue. And, and right, and for me, it's like this would make a lot more sense if it was in a place like, for example, the African American Arts Mu- like Arts Museum. Yes. Or the um, African American History Museum, to where you have like. You have a okay. This I know that this has something to do with all of this. With all of it, right? Correct. I have a. I am a, in an area where the context of this I can find that out very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Versus pass by that and be like, "Well, who's that for?" What exactly? It like if there was a museum specifically, for example, okay, right here in DC. If you're going to the African American History Museum, right, the National African like here in DC. You have, you know, different statues and stuff or different stuff in there. If you keep walking, you will eventually hit the MLK monument. Right. Right. So for me, if you put this by the monument, we can see his face. So you know, okay, this is in proximity to Dr. King. And then, of course, I'm sure there is a plaque that explains all of this right next to it. But not everyone, when they pass by it, is going to read. At least if you have it here, there is a context to... Exactly. There's a context to it. I should be able to look at this and be like, that is such and such and such. Right. And the reason that they put it there in Boston was because this is uh, this is where he gave his... Um, he, he gave a speech um, April 2023, 1965. Um and that's where, like, the photograph of them was mm. placed, and, right? Yeah. And I, but I just feel like, why don't you just... Why didn't we just make a regular statue? 
I just feel like we did Coretta. I feel like, forget Martin, no shade, but I feel like we just did Coretta really dirty in this instance. Like, she she was a very much an integral part of all of this too, and she just gets. What? Why is her I face? She's a whole arm. It might just be her hand. It could have. Like, honestly, it could have just been there. This piece, like yeah, just the the up, shoulder up, whole body. But there were so many directions we could have taken with this. And I'm like, <laughs> why did we? Why did like you said? Why did we call the abstract artist? to do this and i feel like that is such a common theme when it comes to oh we have to give the black people their statues for whatever it may be it is always something that is not all the way there all the way there it either is like borderline offensive or it is like what the hell is it what were you thinking call a new age andy warhol and it don't gotta be all that sometimes yeah sometimes it can just be what it is Right. The embrace. You could have just captured the embrace. Exactly, and that's it. So people can know what it, what the context is, because now we don't even people walking past it won't know what the context that, is. That poor man, the the artist, his legacy just got tarnished in all the thirty Forever. seconds. Ever because why would you do that? Why did you? Why no? Because now I'm side on you. Why did you do it? Why <laughs> you were supposed to be like you know what? I think this should have been done a little bit. But you know how, like, when you're an artist, I'm sure they paid him a shit. Oh, oh, yeah, oh I know that check was that. good. And, you know, when you one of them, you know, ting to ling ting. Somebody's giving you a big old budget. That's and, true. Like, do whatever you want. You on dude, I would do that shit. If somebody's like, they didn't hear with $10 million to make a sculpture in Boston and you don't got no rules, I'm doing what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure, that's true. That mm-hmm. is very true. Ooh, all right. This is too funny. All right. We're running up on time, so I want us to have plenty of time to get to the rest of what we had lined up. Do we want to finish out by talking about Abbott or Anika, Anika Nani Rose? Um, damn, they're both so great. I mean, we can just let's just put it in this way. Abbott won a lot of awards and they were renewed for season three. Boom. Pew, pew. All right. Correct. Love it. All right. Moving around or along to everybody's favorite princess in the Southland City. You gotta use all your lips when you sing like Anika Nani Rose. Yes. All here. It's like when you imitate Angela Bassett. Yes. Yep. Make you feel alright. Our princess <laughs> Tiana in real life, she found Prince Naveen. Yes. She is married. So Anika Nani Rose got married to her longtime boyfriend who really scarily looks like yeah. Prince Naveen. Um, <laughs> it was based off of him this whole time. I would not be surprised, but they got married in a very small, very intimate um wedding. She looked stunning. Yes, um, and you know, Anika Nani Rose is—I don't want to say older. That's not—I don't—I don't mean that to have the context that it sounds like it means. But you know, she's not—you know, twenty-two. Like she took her time to find her to partnership and con- connect. I think she is dramatic pause. She's 50. Right. Um, she is. Um, so how do we feel about this wonderful announcement? Oh, I love it. Look, I, it's like a family member. You're just like, yes. yes. Your, young, your young auntie. And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And I grew up with a Nikanani Rose. Not just like, of course, you know, you have your dream girls and you have your princess Tiana. 
but um she's a really accomplished actress both on screen and off in terms of like broadway um and she's just one of those like those stories of like you know she had a really she's she's had and she continues to have a very rich long and successful and legendary career um and to just then to to now just like to have it and to find and to have love and to continue to celebrate her love and to take this milestone in love um in terms of marriage and to look just gorgeous like that gown and it's black owned oh mm, 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 love mm. it and for and it's just i love like when uh, light imitates art because he kind of low-key resembles prince naveen in a little Hello. bit okay? this is and him. i just love a fairy tale story you know what yeah. i'm saying in real life and i hope that's what she has now love that for her this is jason durden he's also an actor that's her husband's name if you've never mm-hmm. come across him um but he is a very good looking man and i I've always thought that he looked like Prince Naveen. So I just love that for her. Um, and like you said, Asha, she's just such a staple. Um, she's one of those people who's like black famous, but she like real black famous. Mm-hmm. Um, like Angela Bassett, like y'all know Angela now, but like Angela Bassett is the girl in <laughs> black Hollywood. Like I might scream if I see Angela Bassett. Um, and Anika Nani Rose is like pretty similarly on that level like you know she's a big deal and just maybe hasn't gotten her flowers in all the way that other people do so very exciting news for her and wish them nothing but happiness and let that be a sign not to rush your happiness to live your life to have your career because there's literally time for everything yes all right well I think that is going to wrap us up for this fresh, brand new 2023 edition or first edition of What's Trending. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Pause. All right. Whenever you're ready, Ash. Wait, can you just send me the thing? If it would, if it, my phone would, I think I dropped it too hard. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, we are back with something y'all need to hear. And a reminder again, we have a special guest who is coming in and out of the of the room, and that is my goddaughter. So if you hear a little voice, um, that is her. Respect her as a co-host and uh, (laughs) her input. Listen, she on the lineup now. Hey, right. It's our executive producer, y'all. For real. <laughs> this podcast was edited by Mia Monet. EP. Right, Marseille Martin, she coming for your throne. The youngest mm-hmm. EP. Youngest in charge. She coming for you, girl. All right, so if you have ever heard, um, this was not on my insert year here bingo card. What we're going to do at the top of the year is create our bingo cards. Not only for our personal life, but in pop culture. See what's going to happen in this crazy ass world. And uh, we'll see at the end of the year what happened. 
and what was on our bingo card and what wasn't Ooh, all right who's going first we're going we're going we're starting with what we're putting on our bingo, bingo card right we're, we're just gonna do what we're gonna put on our bingo card we have um 24 slots and a free one so everyone you got you got a free whatever happens in that year that you're like if that didn't happen you got one time to, to predict it on the on the free piece and then you go. okay I'll start for one that I know is going to be on all of our, so go ahead and just reserve your slot now, y'all, is going to the Renaissance tour. I will be there with bells on. Sister said she didn't like the album. I almost had to disown her. I don't understand people. who do. I, I am still listening to this album. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? When they did the, you know, like the Apple, like recap or whatever at the end of the year, literally my top 10 was the album. Yeah. Like, that was it. My top five was the album. Same. That was it. I was like, I was not listening to anything from July 29th until December 31st. That was it. Said, you are in the top 0.01% of Beyonce listeners. I said, say less, Spotify. This is all Unique. I do. <laughs> but you are. <laughs> so, that is my first space. I will be at the Renaissance Tour, 100%. So, I'm going to put getting the uh, Renaissance visuals. Yeah. We may get them one day. You never know. I'm going to put getting Renaissance visuals as one of them. The gift was exactly as it sounds, a gift. And I wasn't even expecting it, so I will wait. Right, so, you know, sister, you know, whenever you are ready, Beyonce, when the spirit moves you. Alrighty. I'm gonna keep it on the music trend, not Beyonce. I feel like Rihanna is going to announce her retirement for music at the Super Bowl. <gasps> Whoa. I can see I, that. I just feel it. Like, she's gonna be like, this is it. Yeah, I could see that. And we'll get this last album and she'll be done. Yep. And she'll just focus on Fenty and, you know, because Fenty keeps expanding. Right. It's so like, I feel like she's just like, it's more lucrative to do this forever than music. I was going to say, and probably a little bit more conducive to like a work-life balance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How you, how you going to yeah. go on tour with a, a well, not, he not newborn now, but, you know, an infant child. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce does it, but you know. I mean, yeah. We can't all be Giselle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, goodness. What else? Um, okay. I won't, I won't let us get too far down this rabbit hole, but on, in the, the vein of music, um, I think, um, SZA will leave her label. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I think it's time. Um, and even though I, how do I say this without upsetting? I don't know. What's the, the Sizzettes? What are y'all? <laughs> the Sizzettes is jokes. <laughs> what is her fandom called? I don't know. They have a name, so Sizzettes it is. Here it is. So I don't want to upset the Sizzettes, but I actually did not. The album is good. It's really good. I don't love it as much as I think I could. And I think it's just because 
it's not with no fault of her own. I think it just came out too late. Like it's, there's too much of a gap there. And so I don't know what I was expecting, you know, X amount of years prior, but for me as a music listener, when the hype is too big, it's a huge hurdle that the artist has to come over that I don't think right. is fair to them. And it's a hundred percent, no fault of her own. I think Normani is in the same bubble. Yes. Um, so let's actually add both of them together in that. Cause I think she and um, SZA will both leave their labels because they need to, they need to go to people who can develop them as artists and look at, you know, Meg, when she finally started to break away from 1501. Like I think exactly. SZA and Normani are both due for that. So I also think I think Normani this year will have the hit song, the hip hop. Please, song. <laughs> please. She it. I would also. I don't want to put this on the bingo card, but I'll just throw it out here. I would love a Normani Chloe collab because I feel like the vocals and the dancing yes. get would be unmatched. But this is just my selfish black girl heart wanting things. Love yep. that. Love that. Alrighty, so we have so good. We're 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 at five now. We have like a little music section at the top. We're doing it. Um, let's see. Then what's my what's another prediction that we have? Um, I think that we will get our first sponsorship this year. Oh, oh, I love that. First, I think we will get that this year. Sponsorship. Wonderful. Right. Jelena. It has nothing absolutely nothing to do with us. Just <laughs> that's fine. No, that's what I was like. I, I don't want people to think we're going like on a, a theme each time. It is not no. a theme. But this is something that just popped in my head. I feel like we're going to get another spin-off of RuPaul's Drag Race. Drag Race Antarctica or something crazy. It's gonna be something ridiculous. I just feel it's coming. Cause why is RuPaul hosting lingo? Like right. the, the game show? Like he is a daytime game show host now. He 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 up to something. Um, I mean, fine. Like with him hosting Lingo, but like not that Rue has to be limited to Drag Race at all because he doesn't. No, but it was just like okay. I'm also always surprised when we have a new game show. Like I'm like, oh, we're still doing these. Okay, but yes, they are actively remaking everything. But yes, I think we're gonna get another Drag Race something or other. Okay, I put new drag race spinoff. Okay. Yep. Um, I'll be selfish, but I think it's for the good of us and for the good of the podcast. And I will put Dana moves back to please or Dana moves to Maryland specifically. I've got a city and an apartment complex picked out. I just have to <laughs> have to make it happen and hope that the rent don't go up so damn high that I can't afford it. For real. I'll have my moving bingo a little bit later, so they're just not back to back, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um all right, next one we're like doing a personal one, pop culture. Mm, I went personal, so you guys can go personal too. Jelena finds a new job. We don't know what job. She just needs to get out of this job. I've kind of just personally in my brain decided that all of our career moves in the next like two or three years are really just going to be holdovers. Yeah. And then in like two years, we're going to be like, all right, y'all. Hey, we're done. Making a hundred K each. And this we have is our passion projects and things like that separately. But for the most part, this is it. I think I'm going to get 
I'll be able to find more side hustles this year. You said side or thigh? Side hustle. I was like, what is that? I find the side hustle. Like, no judgment, but, you know, this is news to me. That sounds like an episode of, like, a TV show. What, side hustle? I said, it said, I said Asha finds a side hustle. Like, that's, <laughs> that sounds like an episode. Yes. Well, hopefully if we move into the video content world, we can, um start incorporating it on the vlog side of things. I really want to start doing more. Again, it doesn't have to be a square, but I really want us to start doing more content on YouTube. Um, mm. Oh, I don't want to change mine, but I do have another. Okay, no, go ahead. Never mind. Okay, I have one. Okay, Black girls will get a boom on social media in terms of content. You're going to see Black girls everywhere. It's our year for real. It's always been our year. I will say in general I think this applies to all three of us but I feel like my third eye is telling me that this will also be a very good idea for or not idea this will be a good year for love and relationships let the church say amen both in love and relationships is what I'm going to put in here I just feel like from a, and this can go for like for us personally, but even from a society perspective, I think we've kind of just all had this kind of awakening lately of like the rhetoric that surrounds like black women and dating and relationships and love. And we're all just really ready to move. Those of us with sense anyway, I'll say, we're just ready to move past that. Um, and yeah, we're stepping into our, our grown folks era. And I love it. Love and relationship growth for us three. Love that. All right, we're we're doing pretty good. I think we're halfway yeah, we're yeah, halfway there. there. Oh, wait, okay, my free space. Let's see. We have we we're just at our, we're at our free space. We're gonna move it on over. I gotta do some. Let's let's see. What's something crazy? Like something off the wall? But so it off the freaking rails. Um. Hmm. Oh no, I don't want to put that on there. Right, because I, I feel like if I say what I thought I'm thinking, it's gonna like speak it into like existence, existence and then yeah. I'm gonna be mad at myself if it happens. Same. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, do I even want to say it? All right, let me think of one that's not so bad if it did happen. <laughs> um, no, everything I'm thinking is so dark. Oh my God. Right. Well, like, it's not dark. It's just like, if this happened and this, like, I'm going to just say it. I was going to say Elon Musk is going to run for president. Because I was like, if it happened, I don't think he can. He's not an American citizen. He not. Oh, what he, he wasn't born in America. He's born in South um, South Africa. He's African. Well, mm, he's Dutch. This is news <laughs> to me. Never mind then. Okay, I can say yeah. it then. All right, it won't come to fruition. Hallelujah. Yeah, he's yeah. South African, aka he is a Dutch. He's of Dutch. He's a colonizer. <laughs> I feel this. Uh, it's a bad thing, but it will hopefully lead to some improvements. I think we're going to reach a peak in like housing prices nationwide. So like the, the, the house flippers and the, the landlords and stuff, like they're going to have to start bringing those prices back down. Like, I think we're going to hit that ceiling very soon. Serious housing crash. Yeah. And, And regrowth. 
so I just, yeah, I do feel like the overall at some point, if it is this year, it's this year that the housing crisis is going to come to a head nationally, just like not just for renters, but for people who are looking to buy homes as well. They're putting up homes with like paper mache and staples um, and popsicle sticks. Um, and they're not taking these landlords and these property management companies. I won't even talk about moving. That's going to be the next one we we this might be the end of this lease because the way that those people are just such do nothing sobs over there I, that's for off the podcast but if something has come has to come to a head we don't pay thousands of dollars in rent you get the bare minimum one so that you all can hoard all this money and not do what you are what what the apartment is supposed to do not we don't you know it's just it's too much these things do not cost nearly the amount it needs to in terms of have how much y'all pay for rent i know new york city is wild right now particularly one with gentrifiers coming in and with uh, you know people finding about the housing lottery and like just just flooding it um, so people that it was meant for the housing lottery was actually meant for can't even get the housing that they need here in DC. It's crazy. Um, just in terms of like your requ- the requirements, like people are just trying to live and trying to live well, um, and try to just, you know, just keep their heads above water and try to have a fulfilling life. Um, and so, and housing is a big part of that. And so that the fact that people, have a little bit more power over others are taking advantage of that yeah it's, it's gonna come to a head it's despicable i mean and not to get into you know too much of the nitty-gritty but i just feel like we're unfortunately we're getting to a point where people can't pay it um and so once we get to a point where these houses aren't moving and rent you know these apartments are not getting rented out um they're gonna have to start lowering the prices and all of these like you know, freaking flip my house ass, HGTV ass, people are going to calm down and we're really going to be able to look at, you know, the properties that we have and and really, you know, get out of it. But I, I truly feel like one of the worst things that happened to our generation was when y'all figured out that y'all could, you know, quote unquote, flip houses. Like, oh, yes, that I just really wish that never became a thing because good God, I hate it. All y'all want to be real estate moguls like that shit gets on my nerves. Don't get me started on that. You're ruining society, but you know, what do I know? I just you right. don't have to live here. It's not buying back the block if the block can't afford it. Like it you just defeated the whole purpose of what you were trying to do. For yourself. That's what you did. You 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 bought it for yourself. That's what you did. It's okay. You're not qualified to like not everything. Mm, mm, just another episode. Not <laughs> everything you do has to be about turning a profit. Like I understand wanting to have a little bit of money and like, you know, you want to have a little bit of return on your investment. But if you could comfortably rent the house out for twelve hundred dollars a month, why are you running it out for twenty five hundred so you can double this and you can essentially live off of other people's hard work? It's giving capitalist. It's giving colon colonization. But whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> next bingo slide. Sorry, didn't mean to to set us all. No, you are fine. No, but that's a part of what that last bingo slot was. So mm-hmm. we need to be addressed. Small tangent, a, a mm-hmm. necessary tangent. A necessary tangent. Yes. So housing bubble pop. Yes. I'll be on my. 
on my list. All right, who's next? Jump in, let's go. My next one was that Viola Davis becomes an EGOT winner. Yes. She only needs a Grammy. So one of my predictions actually is, and I'll put this on the next one, I think that we are going to get the black rom-com of rom-coms this year. I think it's time. We're going to get the black rom-com. You know, um, Tyler James Williams said that he would like to do a rom-com now, like as his next project after Abbott. And I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's right under under my my John Boyega and my... Unless I'm clear, it won't be, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Abbott Elementary runs for another like 10 years, another 10 seasons. But within that, he can do a nice... Yeah, um, like, yeah. like a movie is films for like you know three to five months so i think there's time between abbott seasons to make something happen oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like a, an Issa ray written and produced with tyler mm-hmm. as the male lead and i would probably i would like an unknown really i was just about to say that unknown pretty but very funny black actress like i think we need our equivalent mm-hmm. to um like a um who's a who's a rom-com girl that i love we need like our black equivalent to a reese witherspoon okay or like a cameron diaz like really pretty but like i like you and i know we could be friends like i always felt that way about reese and cameron so i need my black girl version of that is that on it or are we just that's just separate no just have black rom-coms with yeah the rest of it is any flavor of it is fine. I, agree. <laughs> I just have the black rom com on mine. Yeah, me too. I have getting the black rom com. I put classic at the end. I'm just putting classic. Um. Okay. Think of any any other ones? Can I put a wish? Oh, I mean, yeah. these are all technically just wishes. Can You're right. an unproblematic male R and B singer, please? <gasps> Oh my god, I just feel like it's been so long. I feel like the girls are killing it. And and I'm not mad at that at all. I enjoy all the music. I want more of it. But my God, like I just feel like I can't stand none of y'all. Like I thought we was had we had something with freaking um Lucky Day and Giveon and then y'all start doing shit too. I know. Apparently you are a Debbie Dad. You're 36. You're 36. <laughs> like, oh. It's like, please. Like, I just, I miss the days of, like, before Chris Brown was the nonsensical person he is now. Like, there was just something so fun about, like, being a Chris Brown fan yes. and loving the music and being like, uh. And I just feel like we don't have that no more because all y'all want to be abusers and rapists and, and just trash. And just simple weirdos. So, yeah. Um, you you have sparked a wish of mine. Right. Speaking of male R&B singers, I need a Miguel album or a tour. Oh my gosh, yes. I need it. I'm, I need it. I need it. And I need it now. Let's see. I predict that... To do a movie, something or speaking of him, I think that Damson Idris will be. I think this is his his year to really break into it, becoming a movie star. Yeah, 
Mm. I agree. Because this is the final season for Snowfall. So he, like, he has to do something else. Speaking of my man, not my original man, because, you know, F him. <laughs> this is the year of Jonathan Majors. I need to see his face mm-hmm. in everything. And I mean everything. Every month, I need a new movie. Speaking of like British actors and the next spot on the bingo card, I am happy for the entirety of the diaspora to get their win. I want to be very adamant about that. But however, I'm ready for Black Americans to start telling Black American stories. I really feel like we need to be present in our films. Like I feel like there's just been a, a huge, a, a lot of trends of British actors playing Black American icons. I, I, yeah, I like not icons, but like prominent figures and you know all of that so some not it doesn't have to be all but i am just ready for some more black american actors portray some black american icons just i would like to see it's important for us to be a, a a bigger part of telling our story in the public arena yeah i agree not that y'all aren't doing a great job and that you're not welcome, you are, but I just think it's important. Just like I feel like we need to stay out of other people's stories. Will Smith, don't you play no more African doctors. Right. No, I agree. And I also feel like if it is going to be somebody who isn't African-American air quotes around that, because that can mean multiple things, please like vet these, like check these people because the people y'all keep choosing, they got some some things to say. Cynthia Rebo wanted yeah, to like crazy. you know exactly what I was talking about too. Yeah, crazy. she starts talking out the side of her neck, and I'm like, whoa, wow, wow, that's how you feel. Okay, you're bold for that you're one. Wild. All right, you're and wild. I can't. And if I cuss you out, I'm terrible because I done right. cussed out the girl who played Harriet Tubman. That's my, no. I just, especially as we to continue to have conversations in the public, and and I'll say not we, but as people continue to, or as as Black Americans rather, continue to have to assert the fact that Black American culture is a culture, it's important mm-hmm. that we are in the forefront of portraying our history and, and how our culture came to be. Exactly. Right, and there are plenty, go down there to Howard University or any, or go to, to uh, all them places. There are plenty of very good, accomplished, mm-hmm. skilled, Black actors, Black American actors, and we're not taking anything. Else. We're not taking anything from anybody. Just like it's, it, it is what it is. Sometimes, like yes, we would like to tell our stories. And I'm sure there's plenty of opportunity for you know different side of the same coin. I think there should be more movies made about you know, you know, people in Europe and you know, black yes. people in other parts of the diaspora and and how know their stories have come to be i don't know much about that and would like to see it and so i think there's room for people to to step into that space as well i think there's room for everybody but i just think we need to be intentional not to to carve people out because i think there's a level of superiority sometimes in hollywood of a british black actor versus an american black actor Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's it's not doing us any good to to pretend like that dichotomy doesn't exist agree And, and like we're and that is not a diaspora thing, but an anti-black thing. That just simply is a reality. Right. Well, speaking of quantum mania, I think that quantum mania will lead in a positive direction 
the rest of the Marvel, like the MCU. I think it has the potential to do that. I think so too. I think they need to figure out where they're going. That's what I keep telling people. I feel like they just keep, they, they're making movies. They're just like, but I think that quantum throw stuff out. I think <laughs> media will, quantum mania will tie a lot of stuff up. Oh yeah. 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 They have so to. It'll, it'll, it'll rev Marvel universe back up. They need to decide right. who's leading the, right. Who's the new Avengers? Like, let's yeah. just start there. And he, even though I never really understood why he was in charge, um, I never understood. Even though I didn't understand why he was the one in charge, we do need a new Steve Rogers. Like we need the person who's going to be in charge. Um, even though I didn't understand why he was in charge. Exactly. Like I said, so many side characters. So many side characters. But I'm also like, when do you come in? Like, is Deadpool part of the MCU? No, is he not? Like, where do you Okoye film, please? Honestly, that's all I care about. Yeah, Adora Milaje. Oh, Adora Milaje origin. Milaje would be would get my freaking. They're getting a show, but I feel like okay, okay, I'll take a show. I also would like a Talacon movie and or TV show, but love that. Yeah. All right, we have four more. Um, why that? Um, well, I'm already going to one country, but that we all will get out of the country at one point. Yeah, please, please, somebody take me out this godforsaken country. It's, it's it's like sixty percent pandemic, but forty percent of it has been me for sure. Oh, same um, here. I'll say to add. I also feel like there is going to be. It's a, it's a two-parter, but you can condense it how you want. I think that we're going to continue to see the boom of Black fashion houses. Mm. And we are also going to be able to afford to get the things because I'm getting my Hanifa dress before the end of the month. Affordable Black luxury. Boom of Black fashion. Semi-affordable, but yeah. I cannot... Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for Paris because I have this Hanifa dress that I'm going to wear for Valentine's Day dinner. Which one is it? Um, It's like the burgundy and it's like slick, like, it's like, and it just Ooh, like, and it I like that one. Down. I'm getting the, I had Jelena help me pick the color. Um, I'll send it to you, you two. I need your opinion. I'm going to get the little short one with the, the short sleeve one. Mm-hmm. I yeah, have it in three colors that I love. The lime I know, green, have the orange, the orange the green. and the pink. And I was like, which one? I was about to be like, Dana, why don't you just get all three? And I seen the price and I was like, okay. I would have. I said, all right, it's fine. They I, want the, I, want green, I want the green one. Like, I want breath. I really want the orange one, but I really, really, really feel like I would wear the pink more. And so I'm like, that- am I practical or am I just like, this is fashion? That's exactly why I said the pink because I was gonna say orange, but I was like, Dana will wear pink before she wears orange. And it would be so easy to pull together a shoe. Like, I was like, let me take into consideration the closet that she currently has. Yes. She right. To wear the pink or the green one, but the orange one is my favorite. Decisions, man. Decisions, decisions. Why can't we just be millionaires? Well, we will. Right, I want. Ooh. I'm just trying exactly. to be a 500,000 air. Like, that's like, a fact. That's uh, a comfortable place for me. Yeah, I, I'd be happy with that. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, speaking of this, just that actually just made me think of some things that I've seen on like TikTok. But I think we're gonna see a decline in the um the the I don't know how to phrase this like the I'm better than you like look at my fabulous perfect life type of influencers like I think not that there won't be like aesthetic and and all of that but I think we're gonna get a lot more like this is real kind of mm-hmm. so decline in phony influencers yeah like I think people with real lives specifically like black women who live good but real lives going to really flourish all right we have one we have one more one more it need to go to this student loans is getting canceled we got speaking into existence yeah speaking into existence that's the last one <laughs> they got come we, on, we gotta on. keep saying it so pop pop joe Ooh. remember because y'all know he getting old so he probably forgot so we gotta keep telling him you said this <laughs> Would y'all see that video at the Mad Church? Who Joe? Yeah. If we if we gonna talk about Joe, listen, as a as a proud member of the MPAC, I appreciate what y'all are trying to do with these little D9 shout-outs, but y'all need to we just need to let it go because he's clearly they clearly gave him a script. Yes. He's not reading it. We <laughs> never do. He'd be like, it was his aching. Happy Founders Day to the woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha. You know, and I'm like, here you go on your pocket. Oh God, what are you about to say now? Many of the women, like Rosa Parks and and, and my own vice president. Okay. At least like, look, at least you know a little something off script. Good for you. Like, he be trying to like throw in his little tidbit. Be like, I know stuff. I don't just have to read what they wrote. Joe be like, I know these people. And we be like, you do, Joe, but like, stop. Cause when he mentioned freaking Bubba's our damn graduation, I said, now who the hell told Joe about Bubba? Right. I was dying. Joe Biden just be saying any you go to Bubba's. You now you we don't I, know what that is. Who wrote this? Not, and will these reminisce, please? <laughs> you was not in there. Listen, yo, that would have been jokes when they would have and Joe Biden pop up the fuck out. <laughs> Talk about hey, I'm, and you know what the crazy part is? I feel like the only reason he wouldn't go or didn't go is because they won't let him. But if he would, could go, he would go. He probably would have popped in. You remember that old years ago back on Vine when there was that video of that old man in the club who was just like getting yes, that's that's him. But no, that video of him at that church was so funny. They was like, can somebody please teach him the words? I was like, he don't even know where he at. He just was sitting there like, so like he was he just going to words on his calendar, y'all. He don't even know where he at. He was I'm like, like I'm at church. Okay. Clap. Joe Biden is jokes. He is jokes. I need like a life, a life with Joe uh, vlog. That would be like, so unedited funny. Joe Biden content. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it would. No, I hope all all the things on our uh, 2023 bingo come true. Well, not all of them. Some of them I don't want to come true. <laughs> N-G-O. And bingo was his name. Uh, uh, bingo, bingo. Like, I'm delusionally just going to hope that Rihanna puts out another album and continues to put out music. Well, y'all, we want to just, you know, we're looking forward to this year. And, you know, we'll, we will see what happens. And 
there will be plenty of things, good and bad, I'm sure, um, that will not be on our bingo <laughs> list. Um, but let's hope this year that they are mostly, if not all, good. Yes, I think we can do it. Well, we will take one more short break and be back with our question for this episode. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out BougieBlackGirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. We are back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have some questions or comments or anything, you want some advice, you can email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. So, this week, it is from Reddit, and it is entitled, My Husband is Obsessed with Destiny's Child, Mm. and it is ruining our marriage. (laughs) Last year... Mind you, this is this is this is dated about less than a year ago. So this is recent. This is not Okay. <laughs> Let me preface with that. Okay. Last year, my husband discovered Destiny's Child. I don't know how he wasn't aware of them before, but that's beside the point. He obviously didn't have this obsession before we were married. In fact, we have been married for seven years and he's never exhibited any signs of obsessive behavior before this. Now, his obsession is taking over both of our lives and costing us a lot of money. He spends all day on eBay bidding on Destiny's Child merch. He is always the highest bidder, so it's very expensive. He is only subscribed to streaming services so he can listen to them. He bought a Bluetooth shower speaker so he can listen to them while he bathes. We cannot have one conversation without him saying something like, you know, this actually reminds me of a Destiny's Child lyric. (laughs) Mood. (laughs) No, for real. He spent hours watching YouTube tutorials. I'm sorry. (laughs) He spent hours watching YouTube tutorials, learning the choreography from every video. He makes me sit down and watch him dance in front of the TV to make sure his form and timing are perfect. (laughs) He emails the members often, begging them for a reunion tour. He has also sent them birthday gifts in the mail. I would like to point out that his obsession is not sexual in any way. He just thinks they're really cool. I'm almost to my wits end. I feel like I can't escape Destiny's Child. (laughs) Completely to this obsession. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. And she has also provided us an update as well as asking for advice. She says, my husband had an MRI yesterday. Yo. He agreed to it because he knew I was absolutely terrified and anxious. No tumor, thank goodness. Everything was normal. He is finally beginning to understand how seriously I take this and how much of a problem it is becoming in our marriage. He has agreed to see a therapist. But she She's would been, like to know how to brain tumor for this. Oh my God. I, okay. I need to, I need to ask the question. <laughs> Um, what did the what did the MRI have to do with Destiny's Child? 
I think she thought he was clinically insane and that he had a brain so, tumor. Yes. So oh. in the comments, everyone is saying like, it's a brain tumor. It's lupus. It's this such a such a such no, something is I wrong with him. Just this, he just said these are some cool ass black women and the music is fire. I didn't th- I did not think he was crazy either. Now, granted, I don't know what, what ethnicity or race this man is. I'm I gonna assume some things. Yeah. I, if he didn't know who's Destiny if he didn't know who Destiny's child was. I just don't know how as a black person you don't know who's Destiny's child. Exactly. Like I'm exactly. maybe you're not black American. Maybe. But Even like, then I feel like you you shouldn't have, I don't know. But I'm assuming he not. That feels like a reach too. But like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you I feel for like sure. He's not. And the thought of some middle aged white man in his living room doing like the cater to you choreography it's is also the hilarious. funniest thing in the world to me. It's the funniest thing. And then to be like in every so <laughs> like, like, like did my did my boyfriend write into this under a different alias? <laughs> like <Yo. laughs> well, some you know that reminds me of a, of, of a Destiny Child song. Like, like yeah. I'm telling you, if I walked in and my husband was busting it down to the bugaboo choreography, I'm walking back out. It's not even like you doing the choreography. It's, hey, hey, babe, babe, come watch me do this. I need you to make sure my timing is right. Did I turn the same way Michelle turned? No? Okay, I gotta, right. I gotta do it again. I gotta, like, no. You have to be the keep up. You have to be the other side of keep up, and I'll be the other side of right. keep up. Exactly. Can you keep up ready? Hit me. You'll be like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I might take you for an MRI. Because what the hell is your problem? I don't know why Bugaboo is the first song that keeps coming to mind for me for him to be like, you make me want to throw my paycheck out the window. I was listening to Bugaboo recently and I really realized what she said. She said, I'm about to call AOL call AOL make my emails what he wasn't really getting on your (laughs) (laughs) it was something I was was like I paid her break my lease so I can move that's what it was I was like Damn, you're getting off my nerves. That bad. I'm in the kitchen singing with, like, just randomly singing the words. And I looked at the way and was like, Did she say break the lease? Because like, you're bugging what? You're bugging who? You're bugging me. <laughs> you're bugging. That is a stalker, Beyonce. That is not bugging you. You need to chill right. with that mess because you can keep having me stressed. Mm. Yes, sister. You, you need to escape. That's what that is. That's how she feels. That's how the wife feels. She about to throw all his Destiny's Child stuff in the trash. She probably got PTSD listening to Freaking. That's what I I think about a white man doing the um, Can You Keep Up? Yeah. Yeah, and be like, okay, you go, you're going to be you're gonna be this side. I'm going to be... Think about who do you who do you want to be? Do you want to be do you want to be uh, Kelly or Michelle? Because I'm Beyonce. <laughs> I'm Beyonce. So Listen. I'm Beyonce. So you can you can choose. Like I just feel like he's being like every eight year old black girl at this very moment, and I don't know how to feel about that. It's also just thinking about like the um ooh the um just I don't know like just the level of like obsession. Like I I'm trying to think of a way to give like some real advice here. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with like no, having a hobby and having an interest. Like right. all of that, perfectly fine, right? I don't think we, none of us disagree with that. But 
This is a lot. How would you deal yeah, with like, like I, your I, man I, if you had like a like a, an obsession like this? Like unless she said it's not sexual. It's just like this is all you care about. Like I'm trying to think exactly. what and you're spending a lot of money. I just, well, like, I, I just the, feel like it's like, sending like people who are like Trekkies or like the people who have like right thousand Funko Pops. Like it's the yeah. same thing. It's just unconventional because it's Destiny's Child. <laughs> and my thing is, can you just imagine like Latavia getting a gift? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's my thing. What are you sending to like Beyonce Kelly? and Kelly Rowland on, on their birth? What are you sending them? Right. Now I will say, what is the Destiny's Child merch? Because like I want some. Okay, where are you buying? Right. And like what what is the merchandise? Like if he on eBay, if he's on eBay, that means he's getting like the vintage, like yeah, he's he paying the yeah. yeah, I'm always just like, I need, I don't know. Again, like, if I think the the real issue is the expense part of it. Yeah, everything else I think I could my and also yeah, the money part of it and I'm not helping you learn the choreography, I'm sorry. Yeah. Every but everything else I kinda don't care. Yeah, but you know that reminds me of a Destiny Child. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be interested every time you say it. Listen. Cause now I'm like, what song? What? Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. piss some niggas off with this one, but the way Y'all be fanning out over these sports uh, athletes and stuff. You're a fanboy. You're his fan. You're his groupie. You you bought his merch. All his stats and all that he does and which school he went to and his whole his whole yeah. life story. You're a groupie. That's not a fan, babe. You're mm-hmm. a groupie. And my thing is for the wife. Maybe you should figure out why you're not obsessed with Destiny's Child too. What's wrong with you? Why are you not as excited? <laughs> Right, you better you better uh, put you on some freaking uh, Survivor and, and get right. with it. I'm a Survivor. You better start saying that about you. In my Whitney Houston voice. Right. <laughs> now, because I might want to uh, sign up, sign the petition for the reunion tour because I'm on. Right, board. he not wrong. Yeah. yeah, look, I didn't. I never said that he was wrong. I simply just said that he's <laughs> doing it too much. He needs to calm right. down a little bit. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna start the petition, but I sign it. Right, exactly. Uh, he's the person I want to sit with at the reunion tour. If that's the mm-hmm. case, because he's gonna get pulled on stage, and I want to go with him. Right, and I need somebody who's gonna know the bootylicious choreography with exactly me. Me, right. me, you and Tra- me, the three of us and Travis. Yeah, going up up on stage. Let's go. Like I need someone who knows all the words to independent to independent ladies. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's got to know the classic no 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 dance. Mm-hmm. If you don't hit this one, I don't trust you. And so that makes me wonder if he is a Destiny Child fan. What other branches of Destiny's Child is he into? Like, is he into Beyonce music? Is he into Kelly like, That's what I'm saying. I'm also like, curious as well. Michelle, is he into, like, Latoya's music? Is he into, like, has he watched the Proud Family because he saw that they were doing the Proud Family? Oh my like, gosh, he probably, that's what I'm saying. Is he aware Beyonce has a solo career? I'm sure he is. Like, there's, there's no way that he doesn't know. Like, I can see people not knowing Beyonce was in a group before she went solo. But I can't see people not knowing Beyonce. Well, like not knowing Michael Jackson at this point. He might not like. He might obviously know who. I, you, I feel like you live under a rock if you literally do not know who Beyonce is. But 
he might not necessarily have listened to her music prior to other than you know like right. the, the you know the hit pop type song yeah so he might not he might not be a beehive just yet maybe not but I feel like if he, when he is, he's gonna lose his. Oh, he's gonna lose mind. his everlasting mind. Don't let him hear Renaissance. And maybe he's just into the group more of it because I feel like if, if you were, if you transitioned from Destiny's Child to, to Beyonce, like he would be a little uh-huh. less worried about like, oh my God, do a reunion tour. I think this is more like, it was also sudden for him. Like he found it, and then all of a sudden it was just like, "What do you mean they're not a group anymore?" And so now he's like, not yeah, willing to accept sense. the fact that like, <laughs> like, no, they need to get back together. What are you talking Destiny about? Destiny fulfilled. What? <laughs> what girl? Unfulfilling. Unfulfilling. Right. Okay. Well, I'm not fulfilled. Right. Y'all got like four albums. No, that makes sense. So. But yes, ma'am, please stop taking him to the hospital and racking up unnecessary medical bills. Yeah, don't therapist is probably your best bet though, because if if this is out of nowhere obsessive behavior, he he just might be going through a little something something. I agree. Yeah. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, you know, therapy is good. It's never it's never a good idea to be overly involved with something, but. I don't see the harm in this. I, you know, maybe call myself out a little bit here, but I've dealt with niggas who do way worse. Right. Off far little. As long as he's not trying to stalk them, like physically go find these people. Right. Yeah, maybe just talk to him about the spending. Like, you know, maybe you could get beat some some Destiny's Child merch once a month. Twice a month. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is your your money limit. <laughs> you'll have your your destiny's child day. Yeah. This or is when you maybe go- be like, I'm gonna get you some good stuff for your birthday and Christmas. And a quality like, you know Yeah. Maybe it's like a thing. It's like okay, we need to just have a limit in terms of like you need to have a, a budget. Yeah. Like anybody else. Yeah, hundred fifty dollars for the year. <laughs> right. And that's what you get. One hundred fifty dollars a month to do your <laughs> destiny's child things, and you're he's and the thing about this is he's gonna hit his ceiling because they aren't a group anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so you're, gonna, you're gonna have everything that you you're can possibly gonna hit the you're gonna hit the top. Like you're gonna there's a peak here that you can get to. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like being a Beyonce fan where there we're always waiting for what's next no right there is a start like waiting tooth and freaking nail for some concert tickets you're not like us there is no. a start and an end to the destiny's child exactly. so even if he does have you learning the choreo there's gonna be a point where there's no more choreography to learn exactly and then like i said it's, it's he like you said it's a finite amount of things so you might just have to deal with this for like another year or two and then he'll be okay. Hopefully he don't, you know, start obsessing over another girl group. Listen, you better take this over, I don't know, freaking the Spice Girls or something else. Why is that the one in my head, too? Because <laughs> after Spice will be life, I'm really not trying to hear it. Exactly. At least he picked a great you, you better You better pick, like, a uh, chair or something like that, you know? <laughs> no, that's really finite, Talk about this, exactly. this is it. You got eight albums. You got do it to it. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. All right, well, 
I think on that note, we are going to wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're really glad to be back for 2023. Um, As we said in our bingo segment, we are just really excited for what's to come and all of the good things we have planned for you guys. So if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, what are you doing? Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Please share this episode and the show with anybody who you think may enjoy. Follow us on socials and we will check you guys out next time. Bye. Bye.